In this parasha, says the Ebishta says, Ekev Shama Avram Bekreli, Vishma Mishmarti, Chukaisa Vesoraisai. The Ebishta says to Yitzchak that Avram Avinu kept all my aloches, all my mitzvahs. And Chazal say, the Kim Avram Avinu, Kalatari Kula, Avram Avinu fulfilled all the mitzvahs of the Torah, even Eruv Tavshilin. That means even mitzvahs the Rabbanon, like Eruv Tavshilin. When Yantav comes before Shabbos and you want to cook on Yantav for Shabbos, the Chachamim made a takana that you should cook something, make an Erev Tavshilin on Erev Yantav, to allow you to cook on Yantav for Shabbos. Even that Avram Avinu kept. All the Mephoshim ask, why are Chazal picking as example for Mitzvah the Rabbanon that Avram Avinu kept, Erev Tavshilin? So many, so many Mitzvahs the Rabbanon they could have used as an example. Why dafke erev tavshilin? So in Vilna, from the Vilna Gaon, they bring that actually it's a mistake. It's not erev tavshilin; it's erev tchumin. He used to say I and tov with the two apostrophes, a Russia tevis, and the bocher hazetzer, the printer, didn't understand. He thought it means erev tavshilin, I and tov, and it was erev tchumin. He kept erev tchumin. That he made a special erev to be able to go another 2,000 Amas. And that makes more sense than Chazal would mention because the Lashon is Ekev, Ekev. Ekev, the Diyuk is that even a mitzvah which you use but you heal because the way to measure 2,000 Amas from a city is you have to use your feet and you measure how much 2,000 Amas is. So Ekev is a remez for Erevet Chumen. In Das Kenim from Balatosis, he says, Erev Tavshilin doesn't mean Erev Tavshilin the way we understand it, which is that Yantav comes before Shabbos. We do an Erev Tavshilin on Erev Yantav, so to be able to cook on Yantav for Shabbos. That's not what it means. Erev Tavshilin means literally a mixing of foods. We're talking about milk and meat. When the Malachim came to Avram Avinu, we see that he served them first milk, Chema, Chema, and then he served them the meat, because they wanted to make sure that there's milchiks before fleshiks, so they don't have to wait six hours. So we see that Avraham Avinu even kept the separation of milk and meat. That means Eruv Tavshilin, the mixing of two foods, he did. He was he was careful with that. That's another, it's a novel pshat in the word Eruv Tavshilin. But there's a vote from the um, Avnenezer. Avnenezer says that Be'emes no, Chazal Dafke wanted to show that Avram Avinu kept even Erev Tavshilin. Even amongst all mitzvahs the Rabbanon, Erev Tavshilin stands out and is a Chiddush by itself. He says like this, What is the reason that you can't cook for Shabbos to Yontif? Of course, Shabbos you can't cook. But you can't prepare anything for Yontif to Shabbos, for Shabbos to Yontif. Because Shabbos is holy, you don't want to use a holy day like Shabbos and use it in service of another day. It's a desecration and a denigration of the holiness of Shabbos. But how about Yontif for Shabbos? Preparing on Yontif, if Yontif comes before Shabbos, you now not prepare from Yontif to Shabbos. The question is, why not? Shabbos is a higher level of Kedusha than Yontif. Because Shabbos, you can't even cook for food. Yontif, you're allowed to cook. Yontif is a lesser degree of, of, of restriction. Of Malachis. So, so why wouldn't we be able to cook for Yom Tov Shabbos? Why do you need to make an Erev Tavshilin to be able to cook? Why can't we just cook for Yom Tov Shabbos? There's no denigration to use Yom Tov for a higher Kedusha. You're not denigrating Yom Tov, you're using it for a higher Kedusha.
So the answer is like this. Shabbos and Yontav are different. Shabbos, as we know, is Mekach of The holiness of Shabbos doesn't come because of us, in spite of us. Hashem made the, the, created the world in six days, and the seventh day will always be Shabbos Kodesh. This will go on forever. And we don't have to do anything about it. Yontav, as we know, is Mekadish Yisroel Vahazmanim. We, the Jewish people, are Mekadish Dezmanim. We are, the Ebushi gave us the power to determine which day we should be Rosh Chodesh, and based on that, we determine what day is Yontav. So the holiness of Yom Tevim is completely up to us. We are determining when Yontav should be. So we know that there's two types of Kedusha. Kedusha that Hashem gives us, from above, and that's a Kedusha that we have no control over, and we have to wait for Hashem to give it to us. It's like Shabbos. But on the other hand, there's also a downside in this. Something that comes from above, not through our own doing, our own effort, is also transient. It doesn't last forever. It's like anything, like Har Sinai. The Ebshe came down on Har Sinai, and as soon as he removed from Har Sinai, the Kedusha was gone. It wasn't a lasting Kedusha. People could walk up, the animals were able to walk up on the mountain because there was no Kedusha left. It was a Kedusha from the top down, from Hashem coming down into the world, and it's only the place is only Kaddish, the, the, the world is only half Kedusha, as long as the Ebeshit is there. The moment he removes himself, there's no more Kedusha. But a Kedusha that is created by us is a Kedusha that we create. And when we create it, 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 it's a Kedusha that we awaken within the world itself, because we're part of the world. And we find that potential for Kedusha within ourselves, within the world itself. And that Kedusha is, is, is more lasting. It may not be as glorious and as lofty as the Kedusha of Shabbos, that's what you're allowed to do with certain Melochas, but on the other hand, it's a Kedusha that endures uh, forever after. Rebbe Yitzchak in Kedusha Slavis has an interesting vote based on this distinction between Shabbos and Yantiv, that this explains that Teretz and Teisvah's Kasha. Teisvah has a famous Kasha. How come we don't smell the Besamim on Matzah Yantiv? The reason we smell Besamim is because on Shabbos we have a Neshama Yisera which goes away on Matzah Shabbos. So we smell because we want to revive ourselves. But why not Yantiv? Yantiv, we don't have a Neshama Yisera? And if you tell me there's no Neshama Yisera in Yantiv, and that's why we don't smell the Besamim on Matzah Yantiv, then why is it that if Shabbos, Matzah Shabbos is Yantav, Yantav comes on Matzah Shabbos, <coughs> we don't smell Besamim. We should smell Besamim. If Yantav, you don't have a Neshama Yisera, Shabbos just ended, the Neshama Yisera goes away, so why don't we smell Besamim when we make Kiddush um, on, on the night of Yantav, which is also Matzah Shabbos? So that means there is a Neshama Yisera. If there is a Neshama Yisera, then why don't we say Besamim on Matzah Yantav by Avdala? That's the cash of Tezvus. Says the Bardichev, no, of course Yantav there is a Neshama Yisera. The difference between Shabbos and Yantav is Shabbos, the Neshama Yisera, the extra Kedusha that comes from Shabbos, goes away in Matzah Shabbos, because it all comes from above. But the Neshama Yisera that we create on our own on Yantav, that doesn't go away in Matzah Yantav, that stays with us. Bachsidim used to say, the Yantav doesn't pass, it stays. We don't say, Pesach is... Is gone. Pesach is never gone. When Yontav comes, it's here to stay. The Kedusha of a Yontav, which we create on our own, with our own effort, that has a certain level of endurance and permanence 
that you don't need to take Bissam and Matzah Says Davnenezer, this is also the reason why the, the Chazal mentioned that Avram really kept even Erev Tavshilin. Which tells you that Avram Avinu kept even a mitzvah which wouldn't be even relevant to him. For example, why? We said that the difference between Yontav and Shabbos is that Shabbos is not our creation, it's Hashem's creation, and the Gedush of Yontav is our creation. And that's why you can't cook from Yontav to Shabbos because Yontav also has an advantage over Shabbos that it's permanent because it's our creation. And that's the reason you need an Erev Tavshilin. Again, Shabbos is holier than Yontav, that there's certain malachas you can do on Yontav, you can't do them in Shabbos. But there's also a greatness about Shabbos that is unique to uh, greatness about Yontav that's unique to Yontav that Shabbos doesn't have, which is that that, that advantage that because it's created by us, Yontav is created by us, it also lasts longer and lasts forever. It doesn't go away, which is why you don't smell the Bissami Matzah Yontav. You don't need to smell the Bissami. And that's why you can't cook for Yontav to Shabbos, because Yontav also has a mile over Shabbos. It's a denigration for Yontav to be used in the service of Shabbos, because Yontav has its own mile that Shabbos doesn't have. But Avraham Avinu didn't have to keep anything. Torah wasn't given yet. That means Shabbos was also his doing. He created for himself a Shabbos. So therefore for him, Yontav and Shabbos both had the same mile that he created it. And on top of that, Shabbos was greater. Shabbos is the Kedush of Shabbos. He's not allowed to cook. Yontav is allowed to cook. The extra mile that Yontav has did not exist for, Shabbos, for, for Avraham Avinu. Because by Shabbos, it was also his creation. So the mile of Yontav for Avraham Avinu was also present in Shabbos. So therefore, for Avraham Avinu, there would be no reason for him not to cook from Yontav to Shabbos. There's all the reason for him not to need an Erev Tavshilin. He for sure should be able to cook Yontif to Shabbos because Shabbos is greater than Yontif. I, the mile of Yontif, for Avraham Avinu, that mile was there by Shabbos too because it was all his creation. He didn't have a chi of mil mile. So therefore the Chazal point out that even Erev Tavshilin, where there really would be no reason for Avraham Avinu to keep, he also kept that.